to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. My name is Dan Leonard. Hi, Dan. And joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hey, everybody. And Mr. Jeff Williams. Hey, that's me. Sure is. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Hey, guys. What's hey. big and white and floats around the Caribbean with seven pools, 40 restaurants and bars, 400 slot machines, and 2,800 guest rooms? What? Guest Tell rooms. us. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say is... Royal Caribbean Cruise Line's newest, biggest, bestest boat yet, the icon of the seas, but I guess it could be, Jeff. The biggest cruise ship in the world. In the world. World, 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 for now, at least, <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Till the next Until one. they make a bigger one. Yep, they tend to do that. Well, you guys recently had a chance to uh, take a spin on this record. We sure did. Ship. And so... Uh, I'd like we, to hear all about we it. We did. We were on the naming ceremony, and we were on board with Lionel Messi as he was there to be to swear her in or whatever. The Christian Godfather, Godfather, the Godfather of the ship, <laughs> the Godfather. She had to promise to uphold her duties and uphold <laughs> yes, right. in yes. sickness and in health and all that stuff. Yes, the icon is now a citizen of Lionel Messi Town, USA. He swore her in. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw him in passing. We were not in the in the room where they did the ceremony in the big theater, but it I was a big deal. He had a quite the list of demands for agreeing to oh, come yes. to this ceremony. The ship was surrounded by Miami Dade police boats the whole time that he was on board. Because you know Apparently, he's a footballer. He's afraid of getting kidnapped. Hmm. Is that? Is that a, really a major concern amongst the Well, uh, I think uh, it's a carryover from when he played not in these United States. But in the yes, South America. Kind of, yeah, maybe it is yeah, a thing in Argentina. Thing <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, the ceremony was great. The ship is tremendous. So we were on there uh, hosted by Royal Caribbean. And so that was nice. And they had uh, everybody that was on it was either industry or uh, media, tons and tons of media, people from Travel Weekly and all the other magazines and blogs and everything were there filming everywhere. This ship is gorgeous. It is quite impressive. And I have to say that 
leading up to this sailing, I wasn't sure what I was going to think because mm-hmm. all of the uh, publicity photos of it, you just see this giant neon monstrosity, really. Yeah. And I wasn't sure what I was going to think, whether it was going to feel uh, the uh, the... The last ship I was on was the Symphony of the Seas, of the Oasis-class ships, and they feel very Mall of America meets Las Vegas when you enter the ship, and it's not really a thing. Yeah. Very much. Those ones have a similar, that kind of Central Park theme. They they do have Central Park on those ships, which I love on those ships as well. Uh, but the, the what, what it's called, the... Royal, Royal Promenade. Promenade, yeah. It's where you enter. And it feels like you're walking into the mall, which I'm used to Disney ships and Norwegian ships even. They have like a grand entryway that's more like a atrium. And this mm-hmm. one is like you're walking into the mall. On, so, on the Oasis-class ships, yeah. This one still is that. Yeah. It's the exact same. Yeah. It just feels less garish. It does. It felt uh, a little bit more... It's hard to describe. Less like you're walking into the Mall of America and a little bit more like it's it's still huge. It's I mean, this is a massive, massive ship, but it feels they've set it up so that there are all these different neighborhoods and the whole ship has all of these different neighborhoods. And each one has its own sort of um, almost intimate feeling, even though you're on a ship that can hold almost 10,000 people. It, it They've really done a, a good job of segmenting it. And the Royal Promenade is a little less Las Vegas on this mm-hmm. ship. I really I, I really enjoyed it uh, much yeah, more than I did. The color scheme and everything is... is lighter and brighter and less sort of neon-y. There's a lot of different restaurants and bars and stores all right, right there. there. And then yeah. right in front of you as you come on is what they call the Pearl, which is just a huge dome with a grand staircase that goes through it up into a, a beautiful glass area that is new to this class of ship. And that really lets a lot of light in there and makes you feel less Vegasy and more like beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say a lot of the a lot of the pictures I've seen, it's not when I think of a lot of cruise ships, you kind of still think of that kind of old generation dark wood and uh, gilt everything uh-huh. and marble. And it a lot of it looks a lot more kind of modern, much light, more playful. It looks more playful mm-hmm. uh, and and modern to me. So uh, similar to what Heather was saying, when I was getting ready to go on this ship, I had only seen they love the helicopter or drone shot from up above where you see the whole ship at once. And the whole thing taken at once is a little bit on the tacky side. It's a lot. It's just all these neon colors and neon lighting. And they love the dusk where you can see all the colors and everything. But when you're on the ship, you're only in one of those areas at a time. And that's what I was not prepared for. So when you're within each area, they're all gorgeous. So you can't see all 15 decks when you're standing Mm -hmm. there on the back of the ship. You're seeing the one beautifully themed area you're in. And so that's, that's a real difference that you can't get from the outside shots is just that each each individual area is individually themed and done really, really well. Mm-hmm. And each area has its own restaurants and bars and entertainment. And it it is a lot. It's a huge ship. I mean, we didn't see every inch of it in the, the four days that we were on board. Uh, this yeah. ship is going to sail seven nights sailings so you'll have a, a better 
a better grasp of the ship. Our last night on there, we even discovered that there was this awesome sports pub Mm -hmm. that we hadn't seen yet. TVs and games and everything. Massive, awesome place. But you go like through one store into this Mm -hmm. other place. We just had not made it to that level. Which is next to an ice skating rink, by the way. Right. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. There's a beautiful ice theater where they do a show. I'd say that theater probably holds like... 800 a people lot of or people. something to watch, yeah. to watch an ice skating <laughs> yeah. show on a boat. Like, this is <laughs> the scale of this thing is mm-hmm. bananas. But when you're within each area, it really feels, it, it feels weird to say, but almost intimate. Like, each little hangout area is its own vibe. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely a multi generational experience. There are areas of this ship that will fit the vibe of. People who want fewer children and a more quiet experience, that would be in the Central Park area. Families with younger kids. On this ship, it's the uh, it's it's at the back of the ship again. And um, on the on the Oasis class ships, it's kind of a carnival boardwalk sort of a theme. On this ship, it's called Seaside. Surfside. Surfside, sorry. Surfside. And it's a, you know, it's a nautical, still a little bit boardwalky, but very, very well put together for families with younger kids. And there's so much to do in there. There's a climbing area and slides and then a little playground staircase going into the thing has a slide next to it. So mom and dad can walk down the stairs. The kids can go down a pretty long slide Mm -hmm. to get to the thing. So there's climbing stuff in there and then like a whole splash pad bucket dump area and then like a chill zone that's like uh, one of many of these they have for adults and kids alike. But this kid's mm-hmm. one in the uh, Surfside area has all these areas to just hang out and whatever and be in the water. And then on either side of it is a bar that mom and dad mm-hmm. can yeah. order drinks from. And they have a ton of non-alcoholic yeah. drinks and snacks in there. And then there's just like a hangout area where mom and dad can watch the kids either play in there or play in the splash mm-hmm. pad too without having to do it themselves or get wet or whatever. It's really well thought out. It's and, a lot more yeah. usable, I think, than the old boardwalk on the Oasis class. And Surfside is definitely targeted more to families with the younger kids. Uh, then as you get up into teens and tweens, that's where you you go to the Thrill Water Park, which is... Uh, what you really see when you're looking at those drone shots. Yeah, the is top deck is all divided these. into Thrill Island and Chill Island. <laughs> yeah. So Thrill Island has six mega water slides. And massive, massive water these slides. These things are full water park-sized water slides. And there's racers and there's raft ones and body ones. It's bananas, the, the stuff they have on this ship. Yeah, it looks like there's a tube that goes out over the water on the racing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And then there's also um, Hideaway Beach is adults only chill out area. So you could have a a multi-generational family vacation on this ship from grandparents all the way down to, you know, real little grandchildren. And everybody's going to find something for them and geared towards them. Yeah, I love yeah. the top deck being divided into Chill Island and Thrill Island was really, really cool. Because the Chill Island had the most water I've ever so seen. So many on, pools on this on thing. Any ship. It wasn't just like a pool. It was like huge area that was like a foot deep of water that had chaise lounges down in it. And then multiple pools that sink down into these areas. And then there's like mm-hmm. nine 
hot tubs, I think. So many hot tubs. And the first swim-up bar at sea at Swim and Tonic. Really, really cool area. That whole area is another one. The whole area is about a foot deep in water, and then it steps down to get deeper. And then there's benches and even little cocktail tables that are sunk in the water. (laughs) So you can be sitting on a bench at a table with your drink, and you can swim right up to the bar and order. I don't know why ships have never had a swim-up bar before. It's always been weird to me when cruise ships have, like, two dinky pools on the whole thing. Like, make the whole... This thing is just like the whole top deck basically is water. Yeah, they really made a big deal about the number of pools. They have several, uh, they have a couple of cantilevered infinity edge pools Mm -hmm. at sea, including one right on the bow of the ship. I'm looking at an overhead shot. And that's the hideaway, the adults only area. It's awesome. Yeah. Just sitting right there with the wake of the ship behind you. And it's an infinity edge pool. So you're looking right over. They really have made the ship the destination. You're looking down like from 14 floors above. It's pretty wild. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, this this ship is going to cool ports of call, but honestly, you could stay on this ship the entire week and it would be a great vacation. And I think that's that's kind of what they're going for. Uh, Some of the way that they're marketing this as it's they really have positioned it to be a fighter for against you know, the family theme park vacation. This is like a cruise in a theme park all rolled into one on this ship. Oh, there's so much to do. So, so Heather much. did one of the cool things that's in the Thrill Island part of the top deck, which <laughs> was uh, describe that. I guess an obstacle course is what kind of a ropes course. It's called Crown's Edge, and you put on a full flight suit. And a harness, and you go, you climb up, and you do a little, very short ropes course that takes you out over the edge of the ship. And then you basically walk the plank. You walk out to this platform, and there the the folks controlling it are are chatting with you and asking if you could what you're seeing in the view as you standing over the edge of the ship looking out, and then it drops out from underneath you. And you yeah, seem like to plummet. Sort of a yeah. thing that it's, 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 it it feels like right you're down. falling off the side of the ship and you're all harnessed. And so then you like swing around out over further out over the edge and then back onto the ship. It was yeah, the whole really time fun. You're doing this sort of ropes course thing. It's little platforms. You jump from platform to platform. Mm-hmm. You're you're strapped to a little uh, carabiner thing that's hooked to a track up top. So mm-hmm. when you get around to what she's talking about, you drop, but you drop about a half a foot, but it probably feels it like feels, it feels <laughs> further. Yeah. Because you're, you know, 200 feet or whatever above sea level there where you're right. standing. Yeah. It's the top deck of this massive, what is it? Eight, 18, it's like 18 20 or 19 decks? floors up there. So, so I high. think you go there from deck 18. So you're 19 floors above sea level. Mm-hmm. And they have a little <laughs> camera on your harness that's uh, videoing you the whole time, and they take photo for you. Um, it was it was really neat. I don't know whether how I would have felt about it if I, I did it while we were still docked in Miami. I'm not sure how I would have felt about it when the ship was moving, but... Uh, because then you've got the wind and, oh, I don't know. It was, it was really kind of spectacular. 
that's one of the experiences that is an upcharge and it's it's going to be dynamically priced so if you are you'll pay less to do it when it's in port than you will on a sea day when it'll be higher in demand and from what i what they told me when i was trying it out it's booked up on all the sailings all the way through the end of the year it's, it's so you people can pre-book are, that before you even get on the ship yeah and it's going to run anywhere from 50 to to $100, depending on when you do it, which is, it's a lot. I think 50 seems okay. 100 seems way too much for, because that whole experience was about two minutes. It did not take, yeah. The, there is a, a lead up to it. So you, you sign up for a time and then you check in and they, you go in and they give you all of your safety equipment. You put a, a full flight suit on, shoes, they have you have to wear closed-toed shoes, and they have helmet. Yep, they have shoes that the they'll provide you if you didn't bring. Uh, they're like the same ones that they use on the climbing wall next door, um, and a helmet, and and a harness that you sit in. It's kind of like um, a zip line style harness, so that you it's one that you can sit down and you sort of hang in it. And then you watch this video that has a whole. It's a really well done. It's the safety video, but it's also the story of what you're doing. And the story is that you are trying to escape from Thrill Island and you've followed the map and you're here. And so it shows you, it pulls up what the little ropes course that you're going to do. And you're, you know, you're going from here to here and you're going to find, find the X that marks the spot and hopefully escape from Thrill Island. And then you all go up as a group and they, they, um, hook you in and you you try it out before you even go up onto the ropes course you have to sit down in it make sure that it's it's holding your weight and all strapped in correctly and then you head out onto the little course which is uh, fairly far apart very narrow little steps if you're short like me, it, it feels a little intimidating. And at first, at the lowest point when they're over the deck, that's still probably it's it's pretty high up off the deck twenty thirty. But I was like, ah, this is nothing. This doesn't feel that high. And then you get up and round the corner, and you're out over the water. And I'm not really afraid of heights, but it was intimidating being up that high with little teeny tiny little steps to to stand on. And I had seen several several me. people do it, so I knew about the Shut drop. It wasn't a surprise. I still screamed my full head off when they dropped me. It was, <laughs> but it was a, it was a lot of fun. But the whole thing, from the time that you get suited up and watch the video until you're done, is probably thirty minutes. But mm -hmm. actually, out on the course, I what was it? Two three minutes tops. Yeah, it's very quick. And then right next door to that, they also have a climbing wall. That's that's been on a lot of their ships with various heights. Is that an upcharge? I couldn't tell. I don't think it so. It seemed like not. I don't think that the climbing wall is is an upcharge, no. It's not that I recall on on the Oasis class ships. They don't have a zip line on this one that they like they do on the Oasis class ships. No. It seemed like the Crown's know. Edge was kind of a replacement for that. Mm -hmm. They do have a slow rider. They do. At the yes. right there at the back of the ship, we watched some folks wiping out yeah, that's, spectacularly. That, that area is all in part of the water park area there, Thrill Island. Yep, yeah. and yeah, there's they call the actual water park part something else. And you go through the water mm -hmm. park, and there's a whole mega flow rider back mm -hmm. there, two lane flow rider. I'm like, what? And there's is? a mini golf course. And actually, on this one, it looked really 
really cool. It's a really coolly themed one. It looks Did better than pirate. Yep. Themed thing. Pirate themed, but yeah. yeah, yeah, very cute. A great little course and that basketball, of course, courts and all that. Uh, two two decks of sports decks. Yeah. They're all that on the top deck, and then that's that's just the Thrill Island part, mm-hmm. and then the rest is Chill Island, which is where they have all the bars and swim up bar and two different giant hangout areas. For, there really for is a ton of stuff to yeah. occupy people on sea days. And what we noticed, we asked uh, how full our cruise was, and it was fairly close to being full yeah, I'd say about capacity. Um, it, there were seven, just over 7,000 guests, not in, that doesn't include the 2,500 staff. And it did not feel overwhelmingly crowded. The only time we really had a complaint was about an elevator situation. And that was, uh, the day that they did the naming ceremony and, Everything was all in sort of the same area of the ship. There were it was everybody in the theater who were at the actual naming ceremony. And then they had these sort of satellite areas where you could go and watch. And all of that led out at the same time on the same end of the ship into the same elevator banks at dinner time. at dinner time. Yeah. So we we ended up leaving that elevator bank and walking further down the ship to a different one because we just every single elevator that opened was jammed full. Um, I will say there's two giant elevator banks. And when I mean giant, the elevators themselves are huge. Mm-hmm. And there's 10 elevators at each one of these banks. And they're smart elevators. The ship, there's like four or something. Yeah, the smart elevators are great. You just press floor 12 those. on a keypad and it tells you which elevator to go to. That's yeah, really yeah. cool. And one this. night we were waiting for an elevator. And I guess this <laughs> is something that does happen as well on the Oasis ships. I hadn't experienced it. And some elevator doors open. And at, coincidentally, some friends of ours were getting off. And they said, I don't care where you're going. Get on this elevator right now. Yep. <laughs> so we get on the elevator. And there is a guy in there with a full piano, like in all sort of steampunk costume yeah doing little ragtime music yeah, just in the <laughs> elevator they've just wheeled a, a whole ass a piano in, yeah. and so there's a guy playing a full-size you know upright piano and also 12 people that's yeah. how big these <laughs> elevators are like there was a ton of people it was the full elevator. it was a lot of full fun really piano. cool and very unexpected i didn't that sounds <laughs> delightful and at the same time, slightly annoying, depending on how many decks you have. <laughs> down yeah, yeah or up. if you were just like, I've got to go deal with my sick husband or something. And then you get on. Blah, da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> depending on your mood. Our mood was great. We yeah. had a buzz yeah. and we were just heading up. So that was It great. was very cool. Now, the other thing about this ship is the variety of staterooms. They have, again something for everyone and the staterooms are very very nice really pretty very nicely decorated but like you were saying before sort of modern cool tones and they have everything from your your small standard inside stateroom on a cruise ship up to these just massive suites they have a family suite that has a slide from the kids bedroom upstairs down into the main level and that family suite separate playrooms and yeah. video game rooms yeah it's got a here. whole uh, like living room kind of setup where they've got 
PlayStations and everything you can want. A big wall that's a chalkboard. Yeah, there's two of those big family suites. Very, and very have cool. Their own entrance. You go down the steps from your your private steps right into that uh, surfside area that we were mentioning. And mm-hmm. so their balcony wraps around. So it has one side looks into surfside and the other side looks out uh, onto the seaside. Mm-hmm. So. And they have their own private hot tubs. Um, there are more adult themed giant suites like that. One of them has a full grand piano and a table that seats 12 and you get your own butler in that category. And they have a sweet neighborhood, too, that services all of the suite level mm-hmm. guests. So they have their own restaurant and hangout uh, area and pool and pool bar. And and it looks the, out that looks out over the Aqua Theater, which on these this ship and this new class is at the front of the ship. If you look at the ship, it looks like the front of it's wearing a trucker hat. <clears throat> the Aqua Dome <laughs> is that whole area in the in the trucker hat. Yeah. Which, Which is, is a like very a huge cool area. Chill hangout zone and the aqua theater where they do some diving mm-hmm. shows and stuff. And then there's a couple of different bars. There's a seafood restaurant inside of there and a whole food hall all mm-hmm. in that yeah. class atrium part. Um, my stateroom is one of the new class of rooms that they had on the ship. And I absolutely loved it. Did I think yours was the same Class of room as mine, wasn't it, Jeff? It's called an infinite balcony. So it's a balcony stateroom, but you basically the the balcony section is all glassed in and it has this window that you can open it and it it comes down to about the height that on a regular balcony stateroom where the the balcony would start. Maybe a little bit higher than that. Maybe a little bit right at my sternum. But so you can have it open and it's like you're outside on a balcony or you can close it and now you have floor to ceiling glass. You can look out on the ocean and it's all usable, but you're inside. It gives you like four by eight of extra room, too. So there's two chairs and a little table and a footstool in there. Mm -hmm. So that could just make your room bigger or it could feel or it could be outside. I I loved it because I find I don't spend a lot of time sitting out on the balcony when I have a a regular balcony stateroom. And I spent more time sitting in the in it with the balcony closed because then I could still enjoy the air conditioning, but see the see the ocean. Um, And it's still carpeted, but it's that changes to like a sort of an indoor outdoor carpet there in case mm-hmm. you've got the the balcony open and you get sea spray and stuff because in. it's floor to ceiling window you'd think that's a lot of sun coming in it has the most intense and awesome shade that comes down in a track it's a hard piece that comes down there is no light that gets oh, it was in great so if you are uh, the type that wants to sleep late and get roached up in your room you can do that so well in there and it makes the room feel so much bigger because you've got that balcony space when you have it closed as opposed to a traditional balcony when the door is closed you're not able to use that space when you're just moving mm-hmm. around the stateroom uh, the bathrooms on royal caribbean in their standard rooms are pretty small like most cruise bathrooms Uh, they don't have the most of their rooms don't have the split bath like they do on disney cruise line which i love but it it was it was still very usable and and a really nice uh the short the shower door had a pretty ingenious opening and closing so smart it was a huge shower 
Yeah, much yeah, bigger than on their other ships. Their other ships tend to be a little the tiny, yeah, corner thing that you could one person, and it's fine for me because I'm small. I don't, I can't imagine what it's like for tall people in those. It's terrible usually. Um, but this one the seemed very on one roomy, great. Mm-hmm. very big. But you it had do a have seat. your shower, your sink, and vanity, and toilet are all in the same area. But it's a pretty cool layout they've come up with that feels feels roomy. So you have a mm-hmm. full size shower. They had some gr- really great storage, nice closets. Um, I One of the things I liked that was new on this ship was they had um, these baskets that slid in and out of the wall that you could store stuff in. Uh, every mm-hmm. every Raised space. Raised bed so your luggage goes underneath. And then an interesting thing, it was a full-size mirror, but if you opened that mirror, it was shallow, but you could put hats and Lots of storage. different stuff you want Very right cool. there. And the safe was in there, too. And then this thing had what all rooms, hotel rooms and ship rooms should have is pegs everywhere. So there were six pegs hang by stuff. the front door to hang lanyards or ball mm-hmm. caps or whatever, purses. Whatever. Jeff's really into pegging his head. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> new for, that's not new for me, but it's new for Disney. <laughs> uh, another... Uh, Room category that they have, they have, I, I guess they probably have this on the other ships that have the Central Park, but they have these, uh, these interior yes. kind of balcony rooms that, so they kind of split the difference between those sea view balconies mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. uh, an interior room. And they split the difference uh, in cost too. Mm-hmm. Right. And they yeah, have those over, overlooking Surfside or Surfside and Central Park. The surfside ones we noticed were all traditional style balconies where you have a sliding glass door and you go out and sit on the balcony. The ones in Central Park, some of them were traditional and some of them were the infinite balcony like we like had. Most were the infinite balcony. Mm, a lot of them were like that. Um, and Central Park on this one had a newer design. It felt more open and and mm-hmm. nicer there because they don't have – there's a big – bar that goes up and down on the oasis class that starts in the grand promenade and goes up into or down into central park and they don't have that in this one so it doesn't take up the center of the park there and it makes it for a lot more roomy Mm -hmm. but in that area there's literally birds flying around like Mm -hmm. real birds we thought they were recordings till we saw them but birds there's real (laughs) birds that make their way onto it when it's in Port, but uh, trees everywhere, and then there's a champagne bar and a little cafe, and there's Sushi. amazing food option. There's yeah. a jazz club. So as you stroll this ship, you're just walking by. A, here's a bar. Here's a mm-hmm. takeout window. Here, there's so many bars, and you could have a balcony overlooking that. Uh, I was wondering when I was first looking at it, like why why does Surfside not have the infinite balconies and i think the thought there is those because those are geared towards families especially with younger kids is that the traditional balcony you can be out on it with the door closed and somebody can be inside sleeping so nap time for the kids mom and dad can be out on the balcony talking and not disturbing the kids you don't have that with the infinite balcony room and that's that's something that i would definitely point out to families who want that space that is fully separate from someone who's asleep is you don't have that on the infinite balcony. There is a curtain that can pull to separate you from that area, but you know, you'd still, you'd have to be quiet if you were trying to not disturb someone. And the curtain would at least cut the light out if you had it open, but it's still going to. For families with young kids, I would highly recommend the Surfside area because the ship is so big. If you were 
in a stateroom on the opposite end of the ship, it's going to be a significant walk to get your little kids down into that surfside area where they probably want to hang out. So that's that is the play for families with young kids is stay in the surfside area. And you can have the choice of either your balcony that overlooks the ocean or overlooking right into the surfside neighborhood. And in surfside, there's the uh, unlimited free soft serve machine too. So yes. That's where you that's why you want to stay there. Ice creams. Priorities. Yeah, there's also so a little cute Surfside, candy shop. There's a buff. There's a candy shop. There's a sit-down restaurant. There's a bar that has snacks, and then there's also a buff family buffet in there. Very kid-themed the buffet. Uh, we went in and checked it out, and they had all of the entrees were sort of superhero-themed names. You know, it was chicken tenders and fries and things, but it was like Spider-Man pizza. Really good-looking pasta. It looked great. And had a grab-and-go slice pizza. Like it. Great little buffet in there. If you, for example, have a 17-year-old who lives on chicken tenders and fries, that would be where he would hang out. And the dining options on this ship, there are so many of them. And one thing I was impressed with is a lot of dining options, and this is on Norwegian, um, Royal Caribbean, a lot of the mass market ships is... A lot of their special to specialty dining is an upcharge, but this ship really had a great mix of upcharge specialty dining and um, included dining that wasn't yeah. just the main dining room or yeah, usually the buffet. On those ships, the dining room is kind of it for and your buffet. Yep, windjammer. Yeah, but this one had a ton of included. Dining venues that weren't an upcharge. Uh, my favorite. Two different cafes. Yeah. My favorite was this little food court area that was, uh, they describe it as being sort of like a food truck style experience. Yeah, it was like a food hall. Yeah. So they had a little crepe rest stand, if you want to call it, and um, uh, a pasta, build your own pasta and Asian, build your own Asian, um, a mac and, and a cheese. mac and cheese yes. place that had like eight different kinds of loaded nice. mac and cheeses. Oh, really, oh really delicious. And then a whole seating area. So you could go down there and ev there's, you know, a little something for everyone. And that could be a, a great little, lunch or dinner. That was open little, all the time, too. Mm -hmm. that, that was, you could pretty much just eat all day. Yeah. In there. And then it's a little bit like the galley on the, the Mexican yes. buffet. This was this was amazing. Yeah. I need more of those in my <laughs> yes. life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's good. Out, it's out on the uh it's out on the top deck, but it one near one of the pools, from, like, right? Where all the chill chill and thrill islands are, but it's near the one of the other pools. And it's like a whole covered beautiful outdoor area, but they have build your own nacho bar. Mm. They have grab and go all you burritos, can eat nachos, tacos, and quesadillas. And then a whole salsa and sauce bar and the <laughs> toppings bar like that. Man, it was yeah, delicious. Was dangerous. So you could build like excellent. a right Mexican there, rice bowl or tacos. Yeah, it's like choose your protein and whatever, but it's all self-serve. And then other than just the burritos that were awesome, that were grab and go, that was dangerous for me. Every time I walked by, like, hey, don't mind Let's if I do. Let's have a burrito. Burrito. <laughs> and next to that was a awesome uh, mezcal and tequila bar with the best margaritas on the ship right there. Yep. 
So good. There are so many bars. What is it's like in the forties of different well, it's bars, bars, and bars and restaurants. Yeah. But most of those really are bars. So I think yeah. I think we went to each one. I tried to do I wanted to make a TikTok that was me cheersing at each one, but after four days there I had passed out drunk by noon each day, so I couldn't quite get to <laughs> I want to make a prediction real quick, and I'm going to say that Heather probably opted to spend the least amount of time in, uh, what is this one called, in The Overlook. Why do you, you know? Why do you think that this I spent the, the least amount of time there? This is the one that makes you look under there. the sea, surrounded by bubbles. There's a lot of there's a lot of holes. In well, that. do you know there weren't <laughs> as many as on the Virgin ships? There were some. There really? were some Which that was... I didn't love. I, I yes. Because <laughs> this entire room looks like it's full of holes you, in the walls yeah, and I asked ceilings. Her about that. They look like bubbles. Bubbles don't bother me in a way that didn't make oh, okay. her creep out. Yeah, I see. They're yep. large enough, maybe. Well, and yeah. that it's but actually that overlook yeah, area it's beautiful. behind the it looks and really it's gorgeous cool. in there. There's a big classy. Like round bar with padded, beautiful seats and stuff, and then they have all these little elevated hangout yeah. rooms for like groups cool. of ten people. And that so. bar yeah, served like a delicious kind of. espresso martini. Yeah, they have so a coffee. Good. What was it called? Bar, Rye and yeah. bean, or bean yeah, and bean. something? It was all coffee and coffee <laughs> booze. Yeah. Yummy. That's a great quiet place to hang out. And at night, it was very cool because it it was more. It gave me more of like an aquarium vibes mm -hmm. but with yeah, fewer really cool. uh corals with disturbing holes all over them about the, uh, <laughs> the holes in those walls yeah something about the spacing of those yeah bubbles it. don't bother me <laughs> good to know it's weird i that know that was one of so many bars we spent one evening just kind of bar hopping with a group of other uh, industry folks that are friends of ours and we went all through the promenade there's a karaoke bar there that's Awesome. The whole thing is just like a big stage. Mm -hmm. And it, it looks out time, all the time karaoke. over the Royal Promenade. So if you're in there singing karaoke, it's not just the people who have chosen to go in the yeah. karaoke bar who can see yeah, you and by, hear you. Windows open out almost like an <laughs> oh, airport right. bar. So you could yeah. stand outside mm -hmm. and watch the people in. There's a comedy club. Yes, I was just awesome going to say three, that. Three comic showcase. It was great. Full on permanent comedy club they mm -hmm. have in there. And a lot. A lot of that stuff is a part of the entertainment that you can sign up for. Uh, you can uh, pre-book a comedy show. Uh, the Broadway-style show on this ship is The Wizard of Oz. Uh, it was still in tech rehearsals on the sailing that we did, and they were running kind of long. It was two to three hours because they're still doing tech adjustments. And that wasn't even to get through the whole show. Yeah, so... Um, they're still, they were still also working on the aquatic show. So we just saw some, they did some little snippets of it, the diving and the aquatic it's acrobatics. Awesome. So cool. It's huge, though. like, like Cirque du Soleil mm -hmm. level huge. And the, we went to the ice show, which was so bizarre, <laughs> but we really loved it. It was, the theme of it was very sciencey atoms like it starts with the big bang and this called elemental yeah so this, it was all it was all elements and how they were formed in this puppet the master star theme. man so, yeah but mostly it's different <laughs> pop songs that they come out and sing yeah and dance like neutron so dance them, she bonded and, me with science yeah. and neutron dance <laughs> and different 
uh, everything. But the ice skating ice. was great in the show. Very cool. I, there's something about seeing a full ice ice capade style show on a cruise ship that I find thrilling. It was it was great. We've seen a couple of these on different royal ships, and the quote plot is always a little bit bizarre. Okay, whatever, but the <laughs> ice skating and the sound and the, all the it's really songs neat. and all is super fun and really good. I'm trying what to think if there's other entertainment there's bands that we didn't everywhere. Make. So if you walk yeah. through the promenade, there's karaoke going on. Then there's uh, there's a, always some kind of singer songwritery type mm-hmm. of person that's in the English pub. They have like a love that Irish pub. Which on this one and has a gin and tonic. A, build your own gin and tonic menu. There was which another I love. singer that was up in this kind of Italian bar that was mm-hmm. like a vocalist, and they had a. There's a in Central Park. There was it's a jazz club in there. That so jazz club is cool. Yeah, jazz music. You can just walk in. All that stuff's included in the price, so you can have a drink and uh-huh. listen to singer songwriter, Irish guys, classical music. I mean, it was nuts. Just music and entertainment everywhere. There's Comedy an shows. upcharge experience supper club. Um, what was, was that called? The, that. Empire? the Empire. 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 Yes, it was very cool. It's a significant. Upcharge two hundred dollars a person, I think, but it's dinner and a show multi-course, basically. Multi course, seven course meal, amazing like it's wagyu beef. Just beautiful in there. It's gorgeous. sort of like speakeasy twenties themed. It's yeah, gorgeous. Like supper club from yeah, the kind of New York combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a jazz combo and an MC, and I guess the they were telling us that the food experience blends in with the entertainment and you know what whatever course you're on the entertainment will fit that was what not they're open serving while we were there they were doing private functions in there but we did get to tour the space and it's when they had little exciting. there was a whole day where all of the upcharge restaurants did a uh, they call it the taste of the icon and they were serving like little hors d'oeuvres sizes of all the food and so you could go around and taste it and it was really really good oh i've one music venue that we didn't discover until very late in it was is the music hall, which is like a full concert venue, huge yeah. concert it's venue. It's like a, like Hard Rock Live or something, yeah. but on a ship, and it it holds like twelve hundred people in there. Like, very cool, crazy. yeah. They got so have places for all these people, exactly, and yes. they've done That's a great job with it. So many venues and and events like that that absorb the crowd, so no mm-hmm. space ever felt very crowded. Mm-mm. And a casino, huge, huge biggest casino. casino I've seen yep. at sea. Yeah, over 400 yeah. slots and tables combined there. And then, of course, yeah. they have kids clubs for all different ages of kids. Um, their, their kids club programming is much more um, interactive, play-led. It's kind of, you know, with sort of summer camp style with their youth counselors yeah. that lead the activities. It's not really like on the Disney ships where there's just free play kinds of things they do have of course on disney uh counselor-led activities but there's a lot of just free choice areas a lot more than on on this ship but it was very very beautiful uh nice space uh, and kids who Mm -hmm. like that sort of led activity kind of summer camp vibe would really love it so so much for every age on this ship. We, we never even made it back to down the downstairs back in the hideaway infinity pool area. We looked down at it like we need to get down there later, but there's so <laughs> much to do. We just so many bars to drink at. We never made it. It seems yeah. like that's kind of a, <laughs> seems like that's kind of a theme with newer cruise experiences. They're realizing that 
people want to be doing things. It's not yeah. just go sit. And there's opportunities to go sit by the pool if you want to. And there's plenty of pools and they look great and amazing. Mm-hmm. But just the, the cruise lines are putting yeah. in all mm-hmm. these other yeah. activities and, and opportunities to mm-hmm. do stuff. If you're the kind of person who really does just want to sit out on the sun deck and soak in the rays, there's plenty of opportunity for you to do that. And speaking of bands, there was a reggae band. Oh, out yeah, there. they were great. So you could... Uh, you could get near them and see them and they still hang out in either a hot tub or pool area, mm-hmm. or you could just be far away and just faintly hear the music. Mm-hmm. And it was such a great vibe out there. Lots of also like rental cabana type things that you would see in a, in a beach resort. They have those out on the decks too, various types. But so many activities. And then and shaded you know, and non-shaded areas. They did a good job yeah. with that. There's whole covered areas uh, up at the front end of each each of the uh, outdoor areas that were shaded but open so you could still look out and see but not get a sunburn. Mm -hmm. And lots of places that are quiet-ish with power and tables and for people to go work um, because that is a a big part of a vacation these days too is there are people who work from home and want to keep working from home or still want to be able to connect to to the office. The Pearl Cafe was perfect for that. Oh, yeah. The Wi-Fi is great. I need to start working for more cruise ships. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. We saw a lot. Well, you know, this was because this was kind of an industry preview kind of thing. We saw tons and tons of people working. Lots of places that we talked about. The Overlook was a great place to go and work. The Pearl Cafe was huge. So many tables and just beautiful with their... the floor-to-ceiling windows and the artwork all over the ship is just very and the, cool. The cafe part of that Pearl Cafe was great. They had all these uh, grab-and-go options and then like a paninis they would press mm-hmm. for you. You pick your different things. And, and all then, included. Course, the uh, coffee bar part and all that stuff was included. Juice and coffees. and You definitely won't go there. hungry. Uh, Royal Caribbean is one that the you you have the opportunity to buy a beverage package. So uh, things like soda are not included. It's your basics, coffee, tea, water, juice is what's included. And then you can do a just a soda package or an alcoholic beverage package to make it more all-inclusive. And within the alcoholic ones, you can get a regular or a premium. And the premium is there's no limit on mm-hmm. your premium brands and stuff. The regular package would be like well yeah. stuff, but... I think for premiums, your things like Hendrix and yeah. higher end tequilas and things better like that champagnes, and they always are running promos for either onboard credits or specialty dining. Having a certain number of specialty dining included, then you can get a couple of dinners that and. Even in most of the specialty dining that is an upcharge, the upcharge is typically not very much. Um, the Supper Club, I think, is really the only one that was a fairly significant upcharge, which, you know, that's that's kind of equivalent to if you're familiar with Disney Cruise Line, Remy is, is about $200 a person for that mm-hmm. experience. So that's that's fairly typical industry and standard no kind of thing. there's no dinner show there. Right. You just got to talk to the people a, you're that with. quality of food uh, with the show as well. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's a hibachi place and a sushi place. I mean, we didn't even get to so many. <laughs> so many of the things. Like, we saw them and we photographed them, but we didn't experience them because there's just Steakhouse. Yeah, the steakhouse looks really cool. Yeah. Got a meat locker with the 
beef just sitting out yeah. there. We we toured through the dining room uh, that is beautiful, by the way. Off of the, yeah, we never ate in the main dining room, but it's just we, we were just wanting to gorgeous. experience the rest of the stuff, and I was really impressed with the way that they sectioned it so that no no one area of that main dining room felt like you were in a giant huge space. Uh, it it. Almost was little neighborhoods the same as the rest of the ship. It was three or four yeah, it was stories. in a way that you felt like you are in just a smaller restaurant. Similar to how the new Disney ship, The Wish, has done where the bigger mm-hmm. rooms are kind of divided. Divided down so you don't feel like you're intimate. in a huge space, which gets it gets pretty loud if you're in a room with Doesn't feel like a several thousand people. <laughs> um, Windjammer on this one was like that, too. It, it Plenty of seating. um the that's the buffet uh the at lots at of Wind different Jammer stations was amazing mm-hmm. I, that was my favorite actually it was very very good <laughs> it's buffet but it's a lot of different stations from carving stations and cook to order stations mm-hmm. and all that is really build your own pasta stuff. and they cook it and for you right stuff there each night they run specials and all so if you weren't the go sit at the dining room kind of person you just want to go there they have everything you can imagine and one thing that i pointed out to a friend of ours that has celiac is they have an entire full section that you know every single thing there is gluten-free it's a whole bar and it's it's everything from uh soup to desserts all gluten-free and so you don't even have to worry about the rest and of the food. off just go there like physically off away from everything else and it, yeah, you can see that it has its own that kitchen. Serving yeah. out of. So yeah. That's super cool. I had not seen that before. It was a really great idea. All of the ships do a, a really good job handling allergies, but that was something new I hadn't seen before. Just a whole separate area of, of gluten-free. It was great. I overall was kind of blown away and, and impressed with it more than I thought I was going to be and really thought the whole time, like they have put their money where their mouth is on trying to design a ship that is perfect for the entire family. Royal Caribbean has always positioned themselves as a, the perfect family cruise line, and they really are. And this ship does the job so, so well. This would be ideal for family reunion. Oh, absolutely. Like every few years when multi-gens get together because there's enough stuff you could all do together and enjoy together from shows and dinners and then so many things to break off and go do to get away from Nana and Pop Pop. (laughs) Yeah, and Nana and Pop Pop to get away from everybody else. Yeah. This ship, the Icon, is sailing out of Miami and doing um, mostly seven-night Caribbean sailings. The second ship in this class is already coming out next year. The Star of the Seas will be coming out in 2025. And they have another Oasis-class ship launching later this year, the Utopia of the Seas. Did y'all ever see a stat of how much bigger, percentage-wise, this ship is than the Oasis-class? Than the Oasis-class? I think it's out there. 30% or something? We were docked at Coco Cay next to not an Oasis-class ship, one of their... class before that and that was like the vision uh, yeah the radiance maybe something like that the difference was was shocking (laughs) it looked like three of those ships tied together 
It says, uh, according to cruisemummy.co.uk, the icon is 5% bigger in volume and 7% larger in terms of total capacity passengers and crew. Interesting. Hmm. I would have expected so it was that, even bigger than, than the um, Oasis class. Well, yeah, but so much of that extra space is like activities and, and things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah, and they keep the bushes trimmed around Central Park real well Everybody so it makes it look bigger. <laughs> it's, it's just polite when you've got company coming. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> we, hadn't hit, we hadn't hit our quota of dick jokes for the episode. Thanks for swooping in right at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> No problem. Jeff never later. disappoints. <laughs> no, no. Well, at least in that way. Um, <laughs> I'll cut that out. Uh, it, it really does sound like, um, Heather, you kind of briefly mentioned way back at the beginning when we were talking, it's kind of, it's a floating theme park. In a it lot really of is, not, yeah. There's and so much to do. That was their point, and they succeeded. They are... Really heavily going after that market of the family that does the theme park vacation, and they want to say, "Look, you can have all of this stuff on one of our ships and see some cool places at the same time." Exactly, exactly. That's always a bonus instead of looking at the same, the same spot. That's right. That's nice. And you can sit inside of a big glass trucker hat. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Or a or a giant champ champagne glass. Did you see the the hot tub that is inside a giant champagne glass it's I, right over the swim and tonic swim oh yes i did see that you oh, know yeah, i guess yeah. i didn't, didn't it's a little stylized. yeah it is a little stylized <laughs> until you just said that like no yeah that way yeah it looks like was. it's on a, a margarita glass yes margarita glass yeah some sort of barware that whole area is just very very cool i really liked it a lot it was a little chilly, our sailing. Yeah, that that I wish it, had been <laughs> it wasn't really it was warm mid-January. enough, but, but it was good. Whenever it was. Yeah. It was mid January. You nailed it. February. When was it? I don't it was know. January. It was last month. Yeah. Two weeks ago. <laughs> it was recent. Yes. Yeah. Within recent memory. Well, I'm going to say thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're ready to explore the Caribbean on the icon of the seas... I am, I am. Key to the World Travel has the swim and tonic pool full... Key to the World Travel has the swim and tonic pool full of expert travel planners, and they're ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest Gold Key Adventure updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again, and we'll see you real soon. Bye, y'all. Thanks for sailing. Bye. <laughs> To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram.
A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold key adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.